Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Wait, you haven't seen that? Past potential Hello and welcome back to another edition of Past Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow immortal, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the 1986 fantasy action-adventure film Highlander. This is written by Gregory Wyden, Peter Bellwood, and Larry Ferguson, and directed by Russell McCauley. We wanted to revisit Highlander. I had seen clips of this film, but never seen the entire film but there is a new rendition of Highlander to come, directed by John Wick director Chad Stahelski and starring Henry Cavill to helm the new lead role. And that got me excited because I think Highlander has been a franchise that, um, well, the first film has its fans. Um, there's been all these pseudo sequels that have come out and Christopher Lambert has done many of them. Most of them I've heard have been terrible and panned, but Wanted to go back and relive the uh, excitement of that first film. Check it out and uh, see what all there is about only one that can survive, the Highlander. There can only be one. So, uh, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Highlander, and then let's get into our review. So we're following uh, the chronicles of the climax of an age-old war between immortal warriors uh, depicted through interwoven past and present-day storylines. Um, and this is actually kind of the first film into this kind of franchise, but we follow the main character, Connor McLeod, McLeod, uh, who was born in the Scottish Highlands. And after being mortally wounded by this murderous Kurgan in battle, he makes miraculous recovery and he learns what it is uh, to be an immortal. So, yeah, I, I remember hearing, I, I never, I never really saw clips or anything about it, but I always read her references in movies like, uh, you know, Talladega Nights or uh, Zach and Mary. So I was like, let's check this out. So yeah, I am. Um, I'm so glad we did because this is, first of all, this is definitely total, um, definitely an eighties film. When you watch this, you're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> what got me was the fact that we've got the soundtrack uh, that's by queen and to have the, the, the Prince of the Prince of the universe, like to just rock out in the beginning. I'm like, okay, I see what kind of film this. This is like, 
uh, a rock star's like wet dream of an action kind of story. I mean, it's a cool idea, like that there are these beings among us who are immortal. And the point is there could only be one. And so over time, certain ones took to more of an evil, you know, way of going and some are good and they try to kill each other. And the only way they can do that is they have to behead them literally. And eventually there would be only one. And what would that mean? What would the last immortal, what, you know, what would happen for them? But then you also look at the flip side of, as, as so many stories have told of what it means to be immortal means that you were going to go through many heartaches and hurdles and you have to kind of have this, there has to be this side of you that kind of just deals with that. You like are going to lose people in your life. And Connor definitely has these moments where he has a romance. Like he has like the love of his life in the Scottish days. And then eventually she dies. Then years later he has the years, he's, you know, he's learning from, uh, the Spanish guy, you know, played by Sean Connery, which we'll get to in a second. And then like that woman goes, and then it's like more of a modern time. And there's these moments where it's like, is it even worth living anymore? Because you're going to have these constant heartaches. And, you know, there's also this side of you're, you're dangerous. Like you are immortal and the, the mortal world's not really going to view that as something possible and something's, you know, maybe a little bizarre. And then you have Clancy Brown hamming it up as the, great villain here the kurgan who is just this sadistic barbarian of a man who he wants the prize he wants to be the last immortal so he's been constantly hunting connor throughout many years since the first time he wounded him um and the thing that was interesting to me i was i was kind of like if it's the 16th century or so when connor's like wounded and he becomes like oh we know he's an immortal and that's you know a couple years later he meets sean connery's character and he kind of gets trained as like, this is how you fight with a sword and how to fend for yourself. And, you know, he's definitely the the, the wise old master uh, role. And then the Kurgan, you know, takes down the master. So, but then it's like, why does it take literally until modern day for the Kurgan to fight him again? Like, what was the Kurgan doing for the last three centuries? You know? Well, you know, that's like every every great villain has to wait till the other guy gets strong. Apparently, right? yeah. He, he was storming <laughs> uh, the other half of the world, uh, killing other immortals. Um, let's talk about Sean Connery for a second here. So Sean Connery plays a character named Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez, an Egyptian immortal who lived in Japan and then Spain. Sean Connery was on this set for one week. He made a million dollars to only film for one week. He can only film for one week of his budget. Um, he's definitely not in a lot of the movie, but there is a charm and fun about him, even though he does still has his Scottish accent. He's not Spanish at all. It's not like he's like, try and even do a Spanish accent of any kind, but he's this huge red outfit on and you know, the big old hat. And it was kind of goofy in a way to watch, but that's, I think it adds to the charm of this film that it is goofy. It's eighties. And because it is this whole mortal storyline, I kind of like that. It was kind of a, Oh, out of nowhere, we have this character that pops up and does kind of give some, some training to our, our boy Connor, who, you know, was a, a decent warrior in his, in his heyday, but he had to take some time to, to learn what it means to be an immortal. Um, and there's almost kind of a Ben Kenobi style voice in Connor's head too, in moments later in life where it's like, he hears Juan's voice coming through, but Sean Connery, I mean, you kind of look at the cast of this and you're like, some of these are like, they're like getting going in their career. And this is Sean Connery, nearing the end of his career 
taken on the most wild movies he could, you know, which is yeah, I just it is funny. He's supposed to be a Spaniard, an Egyptian Spaniard. It's like, oh, I'm doing, you know, but I'm Scottish. I was like, well, we have enough Scottish people in here. He couldn't just been Scottish at all. Um, but I like that, you know, um, he does always have the really good kind of that uh, wise old teacher uh, and whatnot. But I will say, you know, throughout this 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 film, what I liked is, you know, looking at it now, I mean, there's quite a bit of this, you know, cheese to it. But I will say I, I did love the what they did with the effects and the the choreography, like the sword fights are pretty, pretty fun and brutal. Like I, you wish you had seen more of them uh, in the film. But I, I really like the um, the brutality of it. You know, what's kind of great is this. It has, you know, even though this is kind of like a sci-fi kind of fantasy thing, what's so great about it, you know, setting it in the 80s, it does have that kind of Terminator kind of vibe where, yes, you know, the, cop, the cops are like, yeah, what, you know, what's going on with this guy, you know, and then like uh, there's some mass killer going around and killing people. And like, so nobody really kind of knows what's going on. Um, and you kind of have this, um, I like this kind of history, like you almost want more of what he kind of, uh, went through over all time and the fact that like his kind of secretary is someone he saved in Nazi Germany which I thought that was kind of a cool little um, thing I really enjoyed this this is kind of interesting because this was like I mean, this is a precursor to like films like the old guard and saw the other ones that I think it, it, it though it didn't like do well I think there's a lot of charm and fun 80s style to this that I actually enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would like it's not like it kind of stands the test of time to, to an extent, I would say in certain aspects. Yeah. And I think Christopher Lambert does a good job of this, of like, he kind of has this accent that's like almost hard to pinpoint what he is. Like, obviously he's very Scottish in the beginning, but as he gets through age, he kind of talks in a way that's like, you can't pinpoint where he's from. And he does have this mysterious side to him where he doesn't want to reveal what he is. He's just trying to get by and protect himself when an immortal comes around but the kurgan obviously is a uh you know it takes it to new lengths and when he kind of starts to have this romance with this forensic scientist who works for the cops it then takes a turn when it's like oh now the kurgan might be you know hunting people that are close to you um and yeah i like the idea of like his secretary was like like the pseudo daughter figure that he saved you know as a kid there's definitely so much potential i haven't seen any of the sequels and there was also a TV series that came out, not starring Christopher Lambert, but explored more of the kind of a uh, lore of the Highlander. I'm very curious what Stahelski will do with this property. I feel like, obviously, from an action standpoint, I do agree. Like, even though it's a little cheesy, I just feel like these sword fights were like really big and bombastic. I mean, Clancy Brown has this huge looking um, blade, although at one point, he full on stabs a guy in the middle of the chest, lifts him up in the air, and that guy survived, which um, yeah. I don't get that. But I love the idea that he has this giant kind of blade, and Connor has like this Japanese sword that was handed down from his master. So, like, there's all these kind of cool things where, like, he even has this kind of bat cave room with all these different things from the different Relic, eras he's in lived past. in. Relics, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of cool. It's like he, he does have this really cool, like, two story like apartment in New York that looks like bomb, you know, it just looks so cool. So I kind of think like in the right hands with the budgets that they have today, I can see a, even like maybe the best version ever of Highlander coming out with Henry Cavill, uh, perfect to play the role of Connor. Um, obviously we'll get more news about that in the coming months as I think that's 
aiming to come out maybe 2025, maybe 2026. I'm not sure, but you know, for an old time film that is like you said, like Terminator and other films where it's like, there's a cheese to it, but it's fun. It's just like a, I'm not here to watch an Oscar winner. I'm here to just watch some fun. It's a good time Highlander. So um, what do you give? What do you rate Highlander? I mean, for the soundtrack, for the, the eighties vibe of it, to the choreography, to the, the lore, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, um, I almost would love Clancy Brown to uh, come, come be like the, the Sean Connery character uh, in the next one. Um, I tell you, look, seeing him in this, those scenes, I could, if they did Spider-Man in the eighties, he could have been a good Norman Osborn. I'm just saying, uh, or, or a Spidey villain, but yeah, 8.5 out of 10 for me. Yeah. I'm going to give Highlander eight out of 10. I think this is a fun movie. It's cheesy. It's um, the queen soundtrack is very interesting, but I think the premise is really strong and kind of the way they do it, where it's, you have the storyline going on in the modern times and then the, the, you know, in sequence kind of flashbacks to different points of his life and how that affects how he is in the the modern age is uh, quite fun. And obviously they could have done even more stuff. And maybe at one point we'll check out the sequels and see what all happens there. All, all I know is that I've heard this Highlander 2 reveals that they're kind of like aliens of some kind. And I've heard that it, just, it totally shits on the property. So <laughs> well, maybe, maybe watch it as a, <laughs> but anyway, you can still check out Highlander. It's, you know, you could stream it, I'm sure, or download it or uh, on you go on demand, but it's on Peacock right now. So that's how we watched it. So Highlander, there can be only one. And that was this edition of past potential picks. Thanks for listening to the potential podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the potential podcast or on Twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.